All right, Boomtown fans, welcome and welcome back. We're your hosts, Tiani Roger and Schnee Coleman Durden. And this is Boomtown Stories. She did it solo, y'all. Wasn't that better? Yes. <laughs> we'll just go back and forth. Uh, I think that's a good idea. Like, we'll just swap it. It's impossible. So it probably isn't, but uh, you know, no, no, no. It's impossible for us. I, I think you're right. Go ahead and take that L. It's all good. All right, you guys. So if this is your first time uh, joining us, welcome. We're excited you're here. This is a comedy interview podcast. Two nosy girls ask people questions and try to like hear about their scandalous stories, which, you know, doesn't always <laughs> yeah, I just say it doesn't always work. Sometimes the stories are really scandalous and they're funny, and then sometimes we go in a different direction and it's enlightening and we grow like little flowers. Well, I feel like each time we grow, even if we do get some scandalous stories, there's a turnaround. There, there is always a yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't stay in them streets forever. It's true. Yeah, at some point you got to get out them streets. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, also, also, if you're in them streets trying to trying to figure out life this can be an excellent roadmap. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it would have been helpful when I was young to have somebody tell me. Mm. You can still get out. You're, you're going to get it together. It's fine. This is normal. Okay, see that, that part, like you're going get, to get it together. It's fine. That's what I, would, because even if, if they're like, you can get out these streets, I would have been like, no, I'm happy in the streets. I'm like, I, I okay, sure. Great. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I'm thriving. <laughs> Were you thriving in the streets? I was not. <laughs> I, was not I was not thriving in the streets. I was not at all. But it was a good time. It was a good time. Well, I I'm love that. Yeah, I'm glad I'm out the streets. Well, I, yeah. uh, I revisited the streets yesterday with my family, which of course isn't shocking because I'm with my family. So your family is the streets. They are the streets. <laughs> Uh, my godson graduated from high school this weekend. Woo, go Jay. Mm. Cannot believe he's old enough to do that. But uh, my aunt, you guys know Shorna. She was actually on last week uh, and she, we've done an interview with her. If you want to listen to her interview, it's episode one. Um, she got a party bus for his graduation and I just had several drinks. And then we went to downtown Fort Worth, like to the stockyards. I don't know what that is. So, um, Fort Worth originally was like a lot of cattle ranchers. Okay. So like it's actual stockyards, but they also have like bars and clubs and stuff and like fun stuff for you to do with your family. I mean, there's, I mean, there's still a lot of livestock down there, but, um, so we took the party bus to downtown Fort Worth and then the whole, like, it's not, it's not been like repaved because it's like historical, it's a historical landmark. So all of the streets were made out of brick that's been unevenly paved so the combination of me drinking the uneven pavement and then my choice to wear wedges I wore four and a half inch wedges uh I look like a baby calf most of the night so that was my revisit to the streets I for it took okay so I had to pee at the end of the night knowing like they're like you have to be back to get on the bus at nine at like 8:48, my bladder was like you're not gonna make it back home and there wasn't a bathroom on the bus so I was like okay I'm gonna go to the bathroom 
This one's closed. I go to the other bathroom. This one's closed. Where is the restroom in this place? I don't have to pee on myself. So I finally find the bathroom and I'm leaving and I'm so relieved and I'm trying to hurry so that I can get back on the bus because it's 9.01. And of course, I almost completely sprawl. I get back on the bus and I'm like, well, at least nobody saw it. My sister was like, I saw you out there tripping. You good? but your family wouldn't leave you right like no but you don't want to be the reason it's getting held up either also there's like 30 people on the bus so it's like they may not have realized they didn't have me you know I think your husband would he'd be drinking too I don't know (laughs) so wait what did you guys do because there were small children on the bus I saw pictures uh you guys went to bars with the children no like so we had stuff on like the shark you know like the charcuterie board that I posted and the uh the crudite tray like we did all of that on the bus oh okay yeah so uh what you been doing what you been up to um uh I don't know (laughs) I don't think I yeah I didn't do I didn't do it I've just been chilling this this week um I've just been writing and dancing around my apartment and like like classical training dancing or have you been like twerking around your apartment twerking around the apartment sometimes I do do a little modern dance but lately it's just been a little twerk out workout um kept it simple this week I really I didn't do much um just having time with myself I don't know and then the days go by and you're like what what day is it I did I went outside a few times uh, for a walk (laughs) I took myself for a walk but I really don't I didn't do anything exciting I don't know why I'm always looking around (laughs) for things like what I was like is somebody going to respond is there some is there a man in your apartment girl no Mm. Uh, I keep trying the online dating thing and I just. uh, It it didn't work for me until it did. So I don't, I don't, I don't really know. But I don't even like put in the right type of effort. Like I'll swipe and then I'll like respond to someone's message and then like never talk again. So it's just like, oh, I'm over it. Um, And I don't know why that is. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know girl but I'm not worried about it I enjoy my own company so there it is there it is yeah. I will say though like in what I've learned from online dating there's a lot of people who don't have a ton of personality and like for a while I was like am I just not interesting and then I was like no I'm trying to have a conversation with you and you are not like you're not good at this and I was like oh I'm great you don't really know how to converse. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. That's all right. You obviously not the one better to find that early. Yeah. I, I put it back down. I just, um, I don't really care. I don't know. I don't, that's so weird because I don't want to be single, but I also don't care. I, it, yeah. It'll work out I'm when it's worried. supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm happy. Um, Say that. And then every five seconds, I'm like, when am I going to have a baby? Like it's going to happen. It's supposed to, but I'm going to take my own advice. All right. So do you want to, are you ready to do the drink compare? Yeah. Okay. Well, what are, uh, what are we drinking? No. So this week we have pear martinis, you guys. All right. You ready? Mm. Yeah. Okay. One, two, three, and 
Not at all. What the hell? Wow. Okay. You must. You look, yours looks like you're drinking a, like a margarita. Well, okay. So the thing is, <laughs> I didn't do that pear nectar thing you were talking about. Ah, uh, okay. So that's what happened. I have pear vodka and the recipe that I looked at, we did lemon. I'm still calling myself we, um, but we did. <laughs> I thought you meant me and you. And I was like, oh, I thought this, the one that I sent you was this one, but okay. Damn. Okay. And, uh, we, <laughs> we did pear vodka, lemon juice, and simple syrup. Okay. Recipe I went with, um, yeah, I couldn't find the, the pear nectar thing. I also get my ingredients very last minute. Um, I mean, I yeah. there was time, but I didn't see it. So. Well, I got my, well, the only thing I needed was the pear nectar and I, well, okay. I didn't use pear vodka cause I had regular vodka. So that's what I used, but I was like, they'll have pear nectar at the store. Like I just like in my head, I was like, they'll have it. So I got mine today, but the grocery store I went to did have it. Like I went and it was right there and I was like, oh, sweet. Amazing. Okay. I have, I have not tasted it yet. I did smell it. It smells okay. Well, I feel like I put too much in it though. Cause it looks uh, like you can't see through it. Yeah, you can. Very cloudy. I was actually expecting to hate this, uh, but I love it. That's not bad. I think, I think this might be my favorite drink. Um, I don't remember which one I said was my favorite in the past, but I think this, I think this replaces it. Well, I love that. Mm, it is just it's just crisp it's ugh, I love it it's kind of like it reminds me of apple but but better it's just yeah 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 no I could agree with that <sighs> that was nice all right you guys so if you're drinking along pear martinis although I will say I told myself I'm just gonna have the one drink and then if I want something after this um I found diet can wine <laughs> Weight Watchers makes it. Ew, that sounds awful. Have you tasted it? Is it good? No, I haven't tasted it. It's only 100 calories, though. So I'm like, it's a wild berry wine spritzer. I mean, we'll see. Oh, it's only it's only four points for the whole can. I mean, I'm not on Weight Watchers anymore, but. I'm not familiar with the. I mean, I know. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I'm not familiar with the system. I know that they have a point system, but I'm not. I'm not going to say how I know this, but a regular can of wine is 10 points. Why aren't you going to say how you know? I don't think it matters. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> For somebody who only got like 24, I think I, I used to get like 24 points in a day. And then I am using 10 of them for wine. Wow. Yeah. So you obviously weren't eating. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same diet I went on in college. It's fine. It works. It's effective. No, I'm kidding. Uh, the most effective diet, you guys, is to not drink. Like that is the best <laughs> way to, to cut those calories. Like they're empty. They mean nothing. Just don't drink. But what about, <laughs> what about, <laughs> like if, you know, like a vodka soda, like how, how many points would that be? I think four. Oh, that's not bad. Mm -mm. But again, okay. that's a sixth of your allotment for the entire day. Okay, what if you- And that's for you to have one. 
That's for you to have one. You take out the soda. The soda is zero points. The soda is zero points. Well, um, I'm glad I'm not a Weight Watchers. There it is. There it is. No. Um, yeah, like that's why. Well, that's why for my wedding, like I wasn't drinking at all. I hadn't drank in, I think, like two months before my wedding. I feel like that would be scary for me, though, because day of, once I start drinking, I feel like, you know, your tolerance. Yeah, no, that's what happened that, like the night before my wedding. Mm. Because yeah. I had like a drink when y'all came down, but I made it baby because I knew I didn't have mm-hmm. a tolerance anymore. And I was, you know, I was on a very restrictive diet at that point. And then the day before we went to the restaurant for the rehearsal dinner and my mother-in-law, who I love dearly, she's a wonderful person, but she got me that dirty martini, which is, I think I at, like, I think that's what I asked for, but I had like three sips of that dirty martini and somebody should have taken it away from me. Cause at that point it's like, fun me comes out. Fun me is a drink stealer. Fun me mm-hmm. believes she can drink until the end of time with no consequences. Mm-hmm. That is what happens. That is exactly what happened. <laughs> I drank, I finished my martini. I drank other people's drinks. Yeah. Good times. You, you made it to your wedding, so. I don't see a problem here. Uh, who do we have today? Uh, we have Stacy Coleman Hughes, my aunt. All right, listeners. Well, we are here with the fabulous Stacy Coleman Hughes. Stacy, can you say hi to everybody? Hey, y'all. <laughs> That's not her real voice. Hello, everyone. Oh my. Okay. It's Aunt Stacy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh Stacy is my aunt. She's my mom's younger sister. Um, Stacy, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, my name is Stacy Coleman Hughes. I am 54. I'm married to the Howard Hughes. Still waiting on that money to come in, but hey. Um I am the mother of three and the grandmother of four. And I love me some grandchildren. Uh, I actually, this is my first time getting to meet Xavion, your, your only grandson. Because you've got only grandson. three girls and then one grandson. Yeah. He is the cutest, chunkiest baby. Oh, just folds on folds, which I love. I mean, I did have to ice my back after I picked him up, but like, <laughs> <laughs> you get used to it after a while how old is he he is one and a half oh, but he's a very he's a very good baby he's very good yeah so it was his first time been away from his parents this long this was his longest trip and I'm just excited that he got to do it with his honey and his boppy with jar our grandparent names for myself and my husband. Okay, honey. Yes, girl, because when you say honey is coming, they don't know what to expect or who to expect. So, yeah, I want to keep them guessing. What? I love it. (laughs) Okay, so can you tell us, uh, like, where you're from and a little bit about what life was like growing up? Well, 
just like the rest of my siblings. I'm from Kansas City, Kansas. And um, I think being next to the youngest um, in probably a very um, different kind of a setting, being um, raised by my biological father and our stepmother, um, life was good to me because I didn't really have anything else to compare it to. Um, so to me, pretty much every day was peachy. I was kind of always in my own um, Stacy world. And uh, I'm kind of like, we are best friends until we're not. So life, life growing up, you know, for me was, was fun. I had um, older siblings to look up to, um, ask out kind of questions and to grow from, because I learned a lot from them older jokers. And being um, the fun part, D being D, William Jr., my youngest, our youngest sibling, um, in a sense was kind of like my baby. So because he was younger than me, the youngest of the group, I felt like I was kind of like his mother. I tried to be, I still do sometimes, but he's uh, Oliver Twister and the big little sister. He, he doesn't realize that he's the youngest, but that's for another show. <laughs> How much younger is he than you? He is three years younger than me. Okay, and you were his mama? You're trying to be his mom. Yes, girl. <laughs> I gave him his first uh, college cut. That's what we called it. If you ever get to interview him, I'm sure he'll tell you about it. Okay. I introduced him to a lot of stuff. <laughs> and we're going to leave that right there on the table. No, Next question. Let's dive into that. <laughs> girl, he was my partner in crime. Um, everybody... Well, our little group in the neighborhood, for the most part, it was a brother and a sister. We did not have two brothers or two sisters, or it was a brother and a sister. So, of course, it was Dee and myself, we the dynamic duo. And so when we would go and do stuff as uh, siblings in the neighborhood, he was my partner in crime. So when we, when we did it, we did it big and we did it together. And um, I remember one time, Shanae, you know, up the street from Grand and Pa's house, there's a dead end. Mm -hmm. Well, girl, one time it was Charles and Nikki Jordan, uh, Billy and Nicole Pinkert, Jackie Basie and Jay Basie, Dee and myself. And I can't remember if John was there or not. I don't think he was. Well, girl, we had a mud fight up at the dead end. When I tell you we were covered from head to toe with mud and we went to the backyard, took the water hose, hosed ourselves out, came into the house. Nobody got busted until I think it was Nikki Jordan didn't clean her ears good. She still had mud in the store eventually got out. I'm still feeling some kind of way about that, but I'm gonna get some counseling for it. <laughs> yes, girl. But we had fun. We had good kid fun. You know, those were the good old days. 
That's hilarious. Because I was gonna, I was like, you went in William Coleman's house covered in mud, but you did not. Listen, because we had older siblings and we learned from those mistakes. We knew we could not go in filthy, dirty. Girl, we did all of the de-dirting outside, snuck in, took our baths, cleaned up, and nobody was none the wiser until, like I said, Nikki Jordan got us busted. So you guys, uh, for everybody who doesn't know, the Jordans lived directly across the street from my grandparents. So Correct. Correct. That's really funny. Correct. Correct. Yeah. They were just one of the partners in crimes that we had. It's like everything we did, we were all dynamic duos. We used to sit on the Jordans front porch because we thought they were um, high class because they had an ice maker in their garage like the big ones that you see the old-fashioned you know you open up and it's dumping ice in this big chest well we thought they were rich because they had one of those so we would go and we would get ice and we would sit on their front porch and we caught ourselves getting drunk off of ice <laughs> hey i told y'all we was living yes. our best lives how do you yes. get ice drunk well we didn't have nothing else to do and you know, With think about it. <laughs> well, all of our parents have been known to um, partake in a little, um, some spirits. So we knew what to um, emulate. Oh, so we okay. did it with ice. Okay. So you, you took the ice it. and then you, you acted the way that they acted. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, girl. I'm really Hollywood prepared, but. I'm just waiting on the call. Next question, please. <laughs> so what was what was school like in Kansas City for you? Because I, I feel like every, like talking to you guys individually, all of your experiences were very different, so. Yeah, they were. Um, growing up, education was education. You know, it was not optional. Um, I'm not sure if anybody up to this point has told y'all, but uh, daddy told us we were A, students. Uh, he would, on a good day, accept a B, but he said C's were not acceptable because we were not average children. So we were held to a very high standard. And it was all of our, our goals educationally to um, you know, strive and achieve. So that's what we did. I graduated with honors um, and school was cool. School was fun. We weren't going through metal detectors or, you know, nobody was getting shot, um, you know, no bombings or anything like that. That was, you know, again, back in the day when life was good and simple. Did you cheer when you were in school? Girl, yeah. Yes, y'all want me to show y'all a little something? Yeah, okay. Please do. Please do. Well, yes. no. This, this one's free. Y'all gonna have to pay me for that. It's so funny because I have a group of girlfriends that we text at least once or twice a week. And I told them that I was in um, the store and a song came on. It was a song to one of our routines that we did. And it was like, as soon as that song came out, I just broke out into, and I just, 
and so I had to text them and they were just cracking up. Of course, they were cheering me on, but um, yes, I was a cheerleader all through junior high and high school. Um, yes, our picture is still hanging up at the school because we were the number one team. So when Shanae talked about her dance troupe, girl, that's that old apple and tree thing, girl, we know all about being first. But oh, we, we were first place. We were good cheerleaders, girl. We were one of the first people to do the falling pyramid. Mm -hmm. So we would do our pyramid. And at the end, you, we all would fall forward and do a summer, a, a, a front roll, a somersault, a little front roll and jump up. So we had three levels of people. And we did that. Girl, you couldn't tell us nothing. We were known as the Schlegel cheerleaders. Proud of, very proud. We got the spirit stick. And we did that like every year. We took first place in, in state. That's awesome. Every year. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you too many of my accolades, but that was just one. <laughs> I loved it. Oh, let me just take your energy. Right. <laughs> but you know what is really fake energy? I'm drinking some sweet tea because as soon as we get off, I'm probably going to pass out because I have had a one and a half year old all weekend. I have nothing left to give, but I love it. I love it. I love my grandchildren. Well, thank you for giving the rest of what you have. <laughs> we appreciate Girl, it. Girl, I'm laying it out here on the table, <laughs> but it's actually, it's my pleasure. Were you partying in high school? You were cheerleader. Sounds like you were popular. You had the confidence. Yeah, I would say all of that, but I was the introvert of the extroverts if that makes any sense yeah. we were we were all you know really popular but we were all serious about our education and I'm the friend that would go to the club sit in the corner and about 10 o'clock I'm like yeah I'm sleeping I'm gonna go back to the dorms and I'm going to bed or if they would be in my room or at my house I'd be like okay y'all I'm tired I gotta go get in bed so the last person make sure you lock up I mean, you know, I like to do, um, hang out and have a good time, but after a while, it's like enough is enough. I'm going to cut it off and I'm going to be by myself, have some alone time. Okay. So you said at like 10, you were ready to leave the club. What okay, wait, let, me, let, let, let me, well, let, let, let me clean that up a little bit. <laughs> let me clean that up a little bit. Okay. So growing up, Daddy told us, and Sinead, you know, you know a little bit about this. You were going out of his house after 10 o'clock. So whatever you was doing, you better have it all wrapped up, sealed up, prettied up, and out of the door before 10 o'clock. So usually when we would be going to the club, 10 o'clock was usually like the meeting time. Girl, the club, which is now a church, whole another story. Uh, was just up the street. So we just walked up, you know, a block or so up the street from the dorms. But, you know, you go. And usually it's like by 10 o'clock, you know, you get in free. We was in college, you know, we, we didn't have no money. So, you know, yeah. So 10 o'clock. But, I, you know, I would, hey, get out there and dance. And then I'm sitting to the side going, you know what? I don't do the drinking. I don't do the smoking. The music is loud. And I just really don't want to be around all of these people. So I was that girl. So what college did you go to? I went to Wichita State University. And again, the girls that I cheered with, um, 
all through high school, we all went to college together. And that's the group of ladies that I talk about, you know, that we're, that we still text. Um, during this pandemic, we were having some Zoom calls and um, we've all remained very close. Um, but yeah, those are my girls through thick and thin. We have, um, my God, we have an educator. We have two judges. We have a vice president um, of a major insurance company, um, myself, um, myself, and actually my best friend. We are both in healthcare. So pretty, pretty, I think pretty achieved and well-rounded group. But is we had a good time. In that group? As long as yeah, well, she's in the medical field. Okay. Yes. Okay. I didn't know y'all went to, I didn't know you guys went to college together too. Yes. And she went to a different high school, but it's, it's uh, Stephanie, Diana, Candy, Libby. Libby's the one whose father recently passed and I went down to, yeah. Um, and Adria. Adria's actually younger than us. And you know what, for the life of me, I can't figure out how she got to hang so close with our group, but she somehow made it in and it's kind of stuck. So we just keep her now <laughs> and we love her. But yeah, we're, we're, I mean, we're the girls. So we kind of take care of each other. And we've always had a very good, you know, relationship. Do you have any fun stories with them from high school or college? Oh God. <laughs> that won't I get anybody in trouble. <laughs> You know, I'm saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. So, you know, it's some stuff a girl can't tell. (laughs) Butter, rum. I actually have a story not really with them because I was thinking about this. I remember when I was in high school. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it was just me. But, you know, daddy had the fear, the fear of the Lord in me. I mean, if he said he was going to do something, I believe that he was really going to do it. So I, I didn't test him. So we went, my girlfriend, Danette, and I were going skating. So her boyfriend, we called him Man, had a car. Now, at the time, Man looked like he was about 25 or 27. We're in high school. So Man's coming to pick us up. He picked Danette up because that was his girlfriend. They came and got me and we went skating. Shall I tell y'all that the skating rink is still in existence. People are still skating at the same skating rink. And I'm 54. But anywho, so we went skating. We had a good time. It was time to go. We get in the car. We come up the hill. And police cars came flying from every direction. I immediately panicked. They get out. They get us out of the car, got us up against the car. By this time, I'm in full meltdown. And they said, look who we have. Man, such and such is someone. So what that told me immediately, one, you got a name that's been established within the law enforcement. That's not good. And not only that, you're the son of someone who is also well-known within the law enforcement. They had to stop everything they were doing because, again, I was doing full meltdown. I said, whatever y'all do, 
you cannot call my daddy because he will kill me. I will walk home because they impounded the car. They took him to jail. Now, mind you, we in high school. And I don't even remember how I got home, but I convinced them, do not call my daddy because he's like, the police don't, don't call me. And it was funny because I was reading over that list of questions. No, ma'am, I have never been to jail. I never been, and I've got some speeding tickets, but that's, that's it. I was too scared. Mm-mm. So what, what happened with him? Like what? Girl, I think it was some drugs. It was some other um, non-law abiding stuff he had violated and this, that, and the other. The sad thing is man ended up getting killed, but he was about that life and I didn't know. But again, you know, we were, I'm your friend until we're not. And everybody was good and they were just nice people until I found out differently. And I was usually really perplexed, but it was in that moment that I found out maybe the full beard and mustache and the fact that he had his own car and we was in high school should have told me something, but it didn't. I can't. That should have been a signal, but I'm I'm kind of um, blonde in that respect. Girl, me too. We good, girl. And I, all I knew is, don't call my dad. That's all I had to say. Do not call my dad. I think um, my friend Lisa, and then because you, you you know that was a topic school, mm-hmm. and all I knew is I did not want them to be saying, you know, Stacy Coleman went to jail and just then I mean I was just mortified by the whole thing but that that was my that was one of my highlights in my high school years okay but Stacey can you give us a fun story <laughs> right that was um, terrible. I might have it had a lasting impression on me yeah and I didn't get arrested because I knew that was not a good thing and actually my best my best male friend is a police officer <laughs> So, um, is that how you would get arrested sometimes? No, but I always told him that I would use his name. I would tell him I was, I said, if anything ever happened, I'm going to tell him I'm your girlfriend. But thank God I never had to use that little, little, little ace in the hole. Um, let me see something good. Let me dig deep. What do you mean by good? Funny, happy, light. Like y'all had a blast. Oh, girl. Laughed and laughed. And, and it doesn't turn out somebody was leading a secret double life as a high school drug dealer. Right, right. Oh, that, so that what you're saying is that story didn't qualify. Okay. <laughs> that was a great story. Uh, like a fun memory that you have with your friends. Actually, all of my memories were fun because it, it's kind of like when we get together, it's kind of like with my family. It's always a good time. You know, when we used to do fun stuff, you know, we'd get together, we'd cook and eat. Um, my girlfriends, it was three of them. It was Stephanie, Diana, and Elonda. They had a townhouse together. I still stayed in the dorms because my parents were not going to pay for me to stay off campus. So I used to go to their house on the weekend and stay. So the funny thing is, I would go and end up staying sometimes even during the week. Girl, you just got up and you put on whoever's clothes was available. You'd be like, girl, can I wear that sweatshirt you had on yesterday? You pick that sweatshirt up off the floor. You get somebody's shorts or whatever. And 
you went to class. So that was actually kind of funny because, girl, you might have on some too big or too little, whatever. But we went to class. And then the uh, another one, <laughs> my girlfriend, uh, she's going to kill me, Stephanie, who is actually the first African-American female judge appointed by President Trump, is one of my BFFs. Yes. But she used to drive a hoopty that had a hole in the floor. Everybody drove it. It was like, girl, I got to run to the, so you get the keys and you just drive her car. But she had a piece of cardboard over the floorboard in the car because it literally had a hole. If you drove through water, water would splash up through the floor. He's a judge now, so yeah. You see what I'm saying, girl, won't he do it, won't he will? Yes, yes. Um, and I'm a little bit jealous because I'm drinking tea. But let, let's let's go on with the interview. I'm drinking a pear martini. You could have hooked the sister up before I left. Touche. Mm. Touche. <laughs> yeah. We have a segment. We have these segments that we do. Um, I don't know if they have an order. That doesn't matter. (laughs) We figured that out yet. Um, But we'll do Boomtown blurbs. Boom worthy. I only, I only, I wrote, I wrote it down. Like I wrote down the list of stuff that we're supposed to hit every time. Like I have a list next to me. I'm like, okay. That's smart. It's new and I, we don't know <laughs> what we name them. Don't, don't go off script, girl, because you know if I have to tell it, I'm just gonna tell it. I'm gonna put it up. We there. live off script. <laughs> Boom worthy blurbs. Were there any big news events that you remember growing up? Um, I remember 9-11. That's not when you were growing up. Adult. Oh, it's okay. So you want something when? Back from when I was in school? Like high school, college, young adult. Yeah. Maybe middle um, I remember Shorna being a cheerleader and they went to state. The basketball team went to state. Daddy took all of us, baby. It was like we were going to Hollywood. We packed. We traveled and we went and saw that game. I mean, I felt like I was a a movie star or something because I got to go. And, you know, my oldest sister was a cheerleader. And, um, God, that was a highlight. That was so fun. But we were all very um, athletic and involved, uh, just education and extracurricular activities. And thus, we have done that, you know, for all of our children and even their children. You know, everybody's pretty much, you know, got some stuff going on so we don't have an idle mind. You know what that is, the devil's workshop. So, but that that was so fun. I, I thought we were just, and she was just senior high, high school, you know, senior high school. Do you remember what year that was or who they were playing? Girl, no, none of that was important. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, that makes no, we got to go. Yeah, no, and that was you know that was a big thing. Yeah, in high school, the basketball team at some point, at some year, I think it was my junior year, they went to state, and then I that was the first time I ever skipped school, and then I got in a car accident, 
and it was just all bad. Uh, but I don't remember who we played or anything, but it was such a big deal for our school. We were like, oh, yeah. And then I was like, I, I was so nervous to skip school. And then I was like, this would happen. Like, I skipped school, and then my mama got to find out because I was in a car accident. Right, right. And you really can't lie your way out of that. No. But you know what? Growing up, I was still, one of the big things we did is every Friday night, there was a game, whether it be basketball or football. After the game, you would change your clothes and everybody would meet up at the McDonald's. We'd hang out there. McDonald's parking lot stories. Yes, yes, yes. I think we probably all did that. Um, But do you know the one we used to hang out at is closed because I later found out they were selling drugs out of it. But I don't believe that they were doing that when I was in school. I think sure, they were. Sure, they weren't. They were. They were. Sure they were. I, they I don't think they were. That it no, was it's real cute. And you sound a lot like me. You want to see the good in everybody and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it, you know. No, they were selling drugs when you were there. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Well, again, you know me, I was green. I was oblivious to all of that going on. I'm, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And when I found out, I was always like, why didn't I know any of that? You know, I'm, I never saw any transactions. Or I, I got a little hamburger. My was in the car with the people who were buying the drugs and doing the drugs and didn't know. Right. I didn't. I really didn't. I just thought you he just looked kind of mature for his age. Man and you didn't know how long were man and your friend together? Years? <laughs> but we are Facebook friends, so I'm going to have to inbox her and say, well, did you know when you dated man that he was living that life? Man was grown. That's why that was his nickname. His nickname was Man because he was a grown adult. Yeah, man but you know, we say he looked 25. He probably was 25. He probably was, girl. But you know, I just thought, oh, well, you know, maybe he got some extra testosterone or something. Well, when he, was he matured or something. Yeah. He did but... mature when he did 10th grade three times. He sure did. <laughs> right on up. Man, I, know, I, I, man. I really didn't. I just. Thought everybody was a good person, and you know everybody was my friend until I found out she was. She said that about me. Why would she say that? I never, I have never done anything to her. You know, yeah. Did you pull her hair and then slam her face into something? Wow. Hey, calm down. I'm not that kind of person. Listeners, I would like everybody to know we. I, and I, I felt like I had to bring this up when I knew I was going to interview you. You probably know what story I'm about to tell. Oh, Jesus. I'm almost scared. We were sitting around playing spoons as a family, the card game. Hmm. We were out of all spoons because there were so many of us. So they went and got plastic forks, too. My aunt, when I am 12 and she is a full adult woman, I went to go to get the thing and she picked up the fork and stabbed me in the hand with it. Girl, what I did that? You. <laughs> no. I don't what? remember any of that. Stacey, I don't remember any It's of not that. even believable on your face. You look like you were pulling like the, who, me? Hollywood right now. Oh, I'm, but I'm sorry. I apologize for that. Only because we're on the air, y'all. <laughs> But I am a good person. No, 
only only when I'm motivated. Mm-hmm. I told you. I told you. We good. We best friends until we not. And so she probably did something that forced I went to go get the card. Well, I, see, I hear you, Stacey. I feel you. We are connected. I understand. Girl, by any means necessary, we got to win. Sometimes, you know, like the calmest person, it'll bring out the worst. Girl, it, you know, charge it to the game. And not my heart. You know, you know, I was oh, just trying man. to win. Any, anything for the W. Exactly. Because we're not losers over here. No. Here's what I'm saying. Somebody who could do that to a 12-year-old is fully capable of grabbing somebody's hair and slamming their face into something. That's okay, all. Okay, but can we, go, can we go to the next question? What's the next question? <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's uh, get to okay. It's time for the runway rewind. Can you tell us anything about, like, the fashion, like, around your, like, high school, college, again, like, young adult, like, early 20s, around that time? What were you wearing? What was in? What was it? What was cool? Girl, what was I wearing? I'm trying to flash back. Okay, I had big hair. I wore blue eyeshadow. Um, and what I wore because I had three older sisters. Um, I pretty much had the pick of whatever. Cause I was going to get your stuff, especially your mother's. I would wear her stuff. Yes, girl. You know, growing up, they thought Cindy and I were twins. And a lot of people still think that now. No, they I, say remember, we're twins. I remember being younger and like coming out, like waking up and you had come to visit us in Florida and like walking out into the living room and being like, mommy, and like going to go talk to you. And you turned around and I almost passed out because for a second, I still thought you were her. And then I was like, that's not my mom. Like that. That messed me up a little bit. It looked <laughs> a lot of like y'all. It looked a lot of like. Y'all have strong genes. You have very strong Yeah. All we kind of sort of do. Y'all look like triplets, quadruple, like just all of y'all look the same. You look exactly well, And you know what? Okay. Since I since I have locks now, I really get it. Mm-hmm. Cindy's the reason why I, I even did the locks because I just loved hers and they were always so beautiful. I tried three or four times before. I just stuck with it and now I have locks, but yeah, I got locks because she had locks and hers were beautiful. So that's why I did it. But um, I'm trying to think about the fashion girl. I don't know. Cause you know, in college you just kind of wear whatever. Cause you, you, you really can't, you yeah. don't have enough money. Yeah. yeah. I remember going to um, Dillard's and my girlfriend wanted some boots and she had about 20 credit cards and she was handing them. How much is on there? Okay, charge a dollar 18 on that. How much is a, okay, charge 587 on that one until she paid for her boots. But I understand y'all, like I get, that makes sense to me. I'm, Girl, she whipped out all them credit cards until she got those boots paid for. Yeah, fake it till you make it, you know. Mm-hmm, you know. mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, you know, in, in, in high school, I wore a uniform most of the time because I was a cheerleader. Um, wait, 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 wait. Were you wearing, you were wearing your cheerleading outfit just all day to school or? Yeah, 
Yes. Like if it was a game day or something, you know, that's what we wore. And we, I mean, we would have like four different uniforms and they were very expensive then. So, you know, they would let us know which uniform we were wearing. And yeah, you wore your uniform as a show of pride, school pride. And you wore that all day long. And then on to the game, which I don't understand why we did that because we was probably all musty by then. But that's what we did, girl. We had like a game day, like outfit that we wore, like they were separate. So we didn't have to wear what we wore at the game. We had like a game day, like, like we had different game day uniforms. So you have like your spirit wear that you're supposed to wear during the day at school. And Mm -hmm. then we changed for the games. No girl, we was full throttle the whole time. And actually, you know what, what what we were spending, you know, it was nothing for us. And we're talking about, 1980 our parents were spending you know three four five hundred dollars on uniform you know so i guess <laughs> they probably thought we we're gonna get our money's worth out of this so you know we we warmed to school but that's what we we always did and we cheered for track football for uh, track yes ma'am we cheered at the track meets yes ma'am so I go back to say, you know, we didn't have to wear a whole lot of clothes because we were always in a uniform. That's funny. Yes, year round, year round. And I'm trying to think, golly, after that, I mean, you know, we went to college and, you know, after college, everybody was off pursuing their career and I'm a therapist, so I'm always- You're in scrubs, yeah. Yeah, scrubs and tennis shoes. So I do have- um, a nice collection of tennis shoes. What kind of therapist are you? Occupational. For over 30 went, years now. Is that what you went to school for? Yes, ma'am. It is. Can you tell us what occupational therapists do for the listeners who don't know? Well, that's kind of, um, for occupational therapy, it really depends on the set. We work on rehabilitating someone back to their prior state. So if you were a NASCAR driver and you were injured or had some disease process, our goal in rehabbing you is to be able to get you back to the quality of life. Usually what it, you know, what your goal is. Now you might not be a NASCAR driver anymore, but you want to be able to drive. So we would break all of that down into um, a road delineation of the things it would take, you know, getting dressed, you know, uh, we would work on transfers, getting in and out of a car. We would work on, you know, all the other things, getting in and out of the bathroom, how to brush your teeth. And depending on the uh, complexity of the disease process or the the incident, you know, that that can take a while. And it's very detailed because a lot of stuff that we do, we take it for granted. You know, you you take for granted that you can take your spoon and scoop your cereal up and put it to your mouth. For somebody, that's a whole day's work. But it also depends on the setting because, you know, we can work in different kinds of settings. You can work long-term care. You can work um, ergonomics. You could work school-based. You could work in a burn unit. You can work um, in a hospital. So it depends on the setting that you're working in. But pretty much your goal each time is to get them back to a prior level. What's ergonomics? Ergonomics is um, 
So you dance, you know, you dance, you're on your feet, you're doing all that. So I might need to look for shoes or I might need to look for bars that go up and down so that we can make your setting the safest and most functional for you to be able to operate in. What made you want to go into that? Because there are so many different settings that you can go in. Um, I bore easily. And once I get bored, you have lost my interest. So if I needed to move around and work on a different setting within my field, I could do that. And I have worked several different settings. And now I'm at the VA and I'm kind of thinking it's my forever job job. But, you know, currently I would like to, with the support of my husband, to have an outdoor wedding venue in my backyard. Okay, y'all. So let's talk about it. They live in they li- they live in a place and they're they're not allowed to do. But um, mm-hmm. how like their property is gorgeous. I mean, it's really gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Thank and a, you. A, and a lot of a lot of land. Like if you decide to do that, let me know. I can help out. I'm into that kind of stuff. Well, you know, I will say that I was even more motivated and inspired, even though I had just had knee surgery um, for your wedding. But, oh, man, when I saw it, I was like, it just helped my vision Mm. come alive even the more because, oh, my God, because at your wedding, it was so simple. Yeah. It wasn't. And, you know, and so I'm thinking I've got to have this and I've got to buy some of those. And when I saw that, I said, no less is more. It was beautiful. So again, you know, if I can get my husband to to be Team Stacy, that is my goal. Is to well, um, I was like the venue that I got married at is owned by one of the other yoga teachers that I teach with. Mm-hmm. Um, her parents own that venue, right? I was like, that's how we found out about it. So. Look, if you ever have any questions, I could certainly see if I could put you guys in touch with each other. I wonder if they bought the property with that in mind, or did they buy the property and it was kind of birthed? You know, somebody saw it. I was like, they, so because they have that venue and they have one up the road from it that's also a wedding venue. It's just smaller. Okay. Um, This is also like their fifth business too. She is the, um... She does all of the finance for the nursery that they own because they do like plants Like they have a, like a nursery. And really? It's, like it's huge. Yeah. So they were like, if you want anything for outside, we can do that. And of course I, I didn't want a bunch of stuff for out. So it didn't matter, but they were like, yeah, you, you can use all of this. Like it doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. So. Wow. And that's funny because um, I'm sure Shanae knows this, but I am a outdoor yard girl. I'm the girl that I come home, get out of my car, go into the backyard and it's a wrap. I'm there. I'm going to pull some weeds. I'm going to water. I'm going to plant. I'm going to move some stuff around and I can be there all evening long. That that's, I just love being one with nature like that. I'm not like my other two sisters. I'm not going in to make a shirt or a cup or a pen or a notebook. But girl, I will pull a weed, I will cut some bushes, I will plant some stuff. I'm down for all of that. 
So I just cultivate my backyard until one day my husband sees my vision and comes on over to my side. Well, let the house make you some money. Mm-hmm. Multiple streams of, of, of income. I'm like, can, can that... Yeah, because I wanted to, you know, buy this and do this and have a photographer and have this. And then I got to thinking, no, let me just rent in my place. Y'all figure out the other stuff, you know, make yeah. it sense. But I see the vision. I see the vision. You know, if I was in my 20s, I would be like, you know what? Let me, I'll just have my first wedding there so he could see what kind of money y'all would make and then get divorced and then get married for real. But I'm old now, so I can't help you out. Girl, what does, what does age have to do with anything? Well, I just, I'm just, we're going to do one and done, okay? Uh-uh. Well, you're an actress and a model. It is it real. Come and pretend to get married. Yeah. It don't even have to be legal. Actually, you know what? That's really, no, legitimately, that's not a bad idea because you're going to have to get, like, pictures and stuff for the venue. You could have her come down and, like, stage the whole thing. Pose pose and do all the stuff look at mm-hmm. this beautiful venue uh, look I'll borrow my wedding dress if she promises to give it back she was trying to get in it so girl trying to get in that wedding dress it was a beautiful wedding dress oh, it you. was so, beautiful the shoes were pretty darn cute too well I was like I had a I had a very generous donor for those shoes so well touche <laughs> I bet you y'all. Did you see the yeah. shot that uh, Valentina did? I did. Yeah, I love that. I did. I'm so proud of those shoes, but I, she stressed me out because I'm texting her, Have you found the shoes? Have you found the shoes? No, no, no. I'm like, Lord, she's not going to have any shoes for her wedding day. Listen, <laughs> but it's all 2020. Feels like a fever dream. Like I don't. I I'm not kidding. Like I don't. I really like. It's just. It's very blurry. Like. Yeah. I kind of remember the spring, and then it feels like I came back to in like sometime like around Jane, late January, early February of this year. Everything in between there is like. I, you, I you know, and it's so funny because everybody's pandemic story is the same yet it's different mm-hmm. because the way that. I work my profession. We don't work from home. We actually could have, but we didn't work at home. So I have not had COVID time or I did not work from home. I would still be in trek and the VA said, no, 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 sugar, come on up here. We did not see patients for three months. Every day we were there every day, just, just chilling in the office. Girl, what else you want to know? You know what I was thinking? I was like, do I have anything juicy? Well, then, so it led me to, what would I say to my younger self? Or what would I say to someone just graduating? Just, and so I actually had that opportunity last night to talk to my oldest great nephew that just graduated. And I had to tell him something that nobody ever told me. It's okay to not know. Oh, it's, it's, it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to be confused. You're not supposed to have all of the answers. That's what life is about, figuring it out. So enjoy the ride. 
grab the bull by the horns and ride that mother's scooter. You know, because when I get old, I don't want to be the one sitting there saying, oh, I wish I had. I should have. No, baby, I did some stuff. I had some fun. I got some marks. I got some skeletons. We're going to keep them hidden. Dang, I was going to have to pay me for them. But you know what I'm saying? So that's what I was trying to encourage him. Enjoy life in the place that you're at. Don't be wishing you was 25. Because at 25, you're going to be wishing you were 18. You know, I'm now 54 and I'm looking back going, man, I wish I had been a little bit more adventurous enjoyed life more, not being quite so serious, not being so black and white, but enjoy some of the gray in the middle. So I was trying to encourage him, you know, to encourage him that it's okay. And if you don't know, ask. Ask people within your circle that you know the love you is going to give you an honest answer, you know, to help you figure this thing out. Because nobody ever told me that, you know. Nobody ever told me that as a female, you could go into the military. I thought that was just for men. And working at the VA and I see all of these vets, like, damn, I could have been good. I would, you know, I would have been good in charge of some people because that's what me and my siblings do. We were born into management. They're very bossy, y'all. I mean, we can run some stuff. And the funny thing is we are a business. Think about it. We are a business. Both of my brothers are in insurance. My oldest sister works for the Centers of Medicare and Medicaid. Cindy worked for AT&T. And, you know, she has a degree in accounting. And then myself and my sister were in healthcare. I'm like, y'all, we're a business right here. Yeah, so I, I, I wanted to encourage him to, you know, enjoy life, hell. One day you're going to look back on it and laugh. You might as well start laughing now, you know? I love that. I, I really do. I love the, the, um, be okay with not knowing that is, and be okay with being confused. Like you're going to be, I'm like, Oh, that's good. Yeah, I, I don't know. If, I don't know, know if 18 year old me could have received that, but 30 year old me. Well, I, I think I, I needed that at, at 18, like, cause I didn't know. And I just went, I was like, oh, I love dance. Like, I don't know what else I want to do. Let me just do this. But I didn't have anyone to say, no, it's okay that you don't know. Like you can switch your major at any time. Like you can change your exactly. mind. Um, but it just was like, well, no, what do you want to do? And that's what you're going to do. And I come from a family full of teachers and nurses and all. I'm like, well, I don't think I want to do that. And later in life, I was like, well, psychology would have been fun but now I'm tired I ain't doing that so (laughs) and you know when you go to college the first thing people are saying well what are you going to major in like Mm -hmm. hell I don't know and And you could do general I didn't know that for the longest like you could oh yeah there's a degree of general studies and not waste time like switching but he was telling me what he yeah, he was telling me what his goals and aspirations. He said, do you realize that you don't have to declare a major yet? Do you realize that everybody starts at the same starting point? And for those first two years, you're all taking the same stuff. Yeah. Well, so you can do whatever you, whatever you, whatever and, it is you want. Like you, you can exactly. have time to figure it out. You have time to figure it out. And if you change your mind, 
that's okay too. You know, you don't go to college right away and you want to travel the world, which I didn't know that that was an option. You wanted no. to get here. Yeah, I, I met so many people when I was an adult that took a gap year. They're like, yeah, I took a year off and I just traveled, which I don't think that's popular in the Black community, but uh, it is. But it should be. <laughs> it, like, no, it should be. Like, take a year to get some maturity, have some experiences before you dive into something that is actually kind of serious because you spend the first part of that have, having a gap year anyway, so you might as well actually take one before you settle in well but here's the thing i think the reason why a lot of us don't do that is because we don't come from financial Mm -hmm. security so you taking a a gap year to find yourself who's financing you in this exploration and then you are putting off finding a real job so that you can contribute Here's my advice, y'all. Go out, strip, sell drugs, finance your own gap year. I don't know. Inappropriate activities. She chooses violence sometimes. I don't know why she does this. But um, I will say the people that I've met that did the gap year, they were not Black, but they, and they were not, they didn't come from families with money. And I don't know how they found that money, but it's out there. Like, loans or so I don't know like I know people drug dealing no it was not that drug mule okay so we're not going to promote that no (laughs) this this is worthy of being edited so thank God for she likes to do this I was like I do this every episode where I toss out advice that I hope no one ever takes well we both throw out reckless advice every now and then consistently (laughs) but you know what but you know what some of those people when they go out looking for themselves is when they find themselves. Cause you can figure out how talented you are or are not when you are trying to figure out how I'm gonna eat tomorrow, mm-hmm. how I'm gonna pay that light bill or I, I'm gonna finance this rock climbing for a month. You, you know what I'm saying? So it kind of forces you to dig within and find resources. So I think there's some benefit to it, but not everybody fits into the mode of graduate, do four years of college, graduate, get your job, get married and have 3.2 kids and a dog. That's not Most for everybody, don't. but nobody, nobody ever told me that. So I had the expectation of that's what I was supposed to do. And when I did not fit in that cookie cutter mode, I felt like a failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. You know, I felt like a failure because I didn't do it the traditional way. But you know what? I think God in his infinite wisdom allows us moments like this. And hopefully somebody's going to be able to hear it and it'll bless them and they will realize, oh, I don't have to. It's not written that you have to do things a, B, C, D. The goal is to start at A and end up at Z. How you get there. If you do have to get an OnlyFans and strip on the pole, then you know that's that's cool too. <laughs> Maybe don't do the OnlyFans, but hop that pole if you need to. Well, and all I can say right now, y'all, mm-hmm. sanitize the pole because that one in the party bus wasn't sanitized. Oh, Lord. My <laughs> family, the they could not let it go. They were like, get wipes for the pole in the bus. Uh, somebody used hand sanitizer and wiped down the pole. I'm like, nobody's even touching the pole. Like, why are we so, tr- nobody's on the pole. 
Mariah didn't even get up to get on the pole. And I asked her twice. <laughs> Mariah. And I'm a bit disappointed. I asked her twice. I'm like, get up. She get did not live up to the expectation. Wow, Mariah, I hope you're listening. <laughs> so disappointed. Yeah, so disappointed. But I did ask her. I was like, get up there. Were any go. last parting questions before we sign off? No, I think the only thing we have to tell you is thank you. Thank you for what I do. We appreciate you. You're welcome. And I'll be texting you. Okay. All right. Well, that was fun. Having Stacey on was a good time. Um, look, if we get that that wedding venue up and rolling, we're going to let y'all know. So you'll see Yanni as the, the bride model. It'll be a good time. Absolutely. If anyone wants to volunteer to be the group. For the pictures or more. Um <laughs> I've been giving out this thirsty energy and I'm really not that thirsty though. It's just hilarious to me though. <laughs> I think that the energy feels like baby thirst. So I don't think you need to worry about it. Okay. I be feeling like I'm just giving off thirsty. <laughs> so, maybe because I know you though. I'm like, she, she don't mean none of this. <laughs> like not like zero, like less than zero. It's negative. Like she <laughs> don't talk to her at all. She Most unbothered person like it's not worth it like she's not gonna she's not gonna call you no not she's gonna look at your text and not respond don't (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's it i don't know i don't think you seem thirsty but oh i i hear it but the crazy thing is i really won't call i i I know (laughs) uh but yeah that was a lot of fun that was a good time I truly, truly love and adore your family. They're always a good time. Uh, and just these personalities. Ugh. I love them. It's a wonder they didn't all murder each other because they all have very strong personalities. Yes. Like very strong. Yes. I like it. I'm taken aback. I mean, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a lot of person. <laughs> yeah. And y'all lived in the same house? Because they are very strong personalities. My mom's the meekest one in the group. Ooh, is she? And, <laughs> and she not. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I also, I love this advice. Um, and maybe, well, we get different versions of it. But I just love, like, it's okay if you don't know what you yeah. want to do. You can always change. And just to live life to its fullest. Like, don't, you don't want to live in regret. You don't want to yeah. wake up when you're 50 and be like dang I should have done that it just makes I think it just makes me feel better about my life decisions but like it's good and like the other thing is where it's like no like even in your mid-30s or your mid-40s or your mid 50 like you don't have to have it figured out so release yourself from that pressure because that's really what changed my life because I was just I had so much anxiety and I felt so much pressure and then once I really like we still don't know what we're doing I'm in my 30s and I met other people in their 30s and I met people in their 40s and they don't know what they're doing like we're just all kind of winging it like everybody's winging it yeah and that is eyeliner life all of it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I still I can't get the eyeliner wing right either so you know I can do a hell of a wing on an eyeliner because I've always winged my eyeliner I will when it goes out of style I'm gonna keep doing it like that's my shit so that's that's one wing I got love it do you the only one (laughs) um okay so we'll 
this might suck for you or it might not i don't know i is just, this your cocktail yes um it's i mean i since i got pear vodka i'm just gonna stick to that because now i have a huge bottle of pear vodka so now i have to go get pear vodka because i okay that's fine or you can get some pears you said it was pear season you can infuse your pear pears. season is in the winter oh i thought you said you know i really didn't listen i just i just knew that there was a pear season now <laughs> <laughs> but i didn't know when it was when it was it's all yeah. good well, now you have to get pear vodka. Um, we're gonna do a pear vodka breeze. Pear vodka breeze? Mm-hmm. It's pear vodka, apple juice, cranberry juice, and lime. It's like a you know, the other breeze. There's a breeze. There is a breeze, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of it right now. Is this a drink that Grey Goose came out with? This is actually absolute came out with it, but um Oh, mm-mm. I like this version better. Uh, Grey Goose pear, elderflower liqueur, lemon juice, and champagne. I'm going to be laid out. Elderflower was expensive, I feel like. I still have elderflower, so I'm, I'm fine. I, 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 there's St. Germain in my cabinet, so. Well, you could do your version, and then I'll do mine. Yeah, because yeah. we didn't do the same one um, this time. We never do the same version. Yeah, so it's fine. Yeah, do you, you guys we're just showing you guys that there's no right way to do it you can do it how it works best for you and I hope that everybody takes that message to heart yes Dr. Nicole <laughs> guys um anything else I you know what I don't think so my husband is going to be shocked and amazed that we're done this early do we usually go longer because this, this seems no like this is more than enough time um but I think he just is like uh traumatized by the early days of recording where it would take us like we would be in here for like four hours and then I would come out stumbling mm-hmm. more like six hours um yeah, yeah. We've, we've gotten better now yeah no we have listeners we've gotten better mm-hmm. they're like no y'all haven't this show is still a hot mess it's a train wreck you're welcome just started we really did yeah. like we're not even six months old you guys it's still babies mm-hmm. <gasps> what do you want to do for our one-year anniversary wow too soon okay we should, no we should think about that we should prepare for that yeah i'm surprised we lasted this long <laughs> like legitimately i'm proud of us like i'm proud that it's going i'm like okay mm-hmm. i i think mm-hmm that it's really going to be like, I know it's, I mean, I just have to remind myself, I'm like stuff doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen instantly. It takes time, especially when the vision is so big, like that, that takes time. No one knows who we are. Like it's right. not, we have a built-in right. audience. So yeah. And I was like, well, the growth is going to have to be organic. So it's just, you just have to keep doing it. Keep doing it. Yeah. If you build it, they will come. What am I like? Girl, get off my (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not what you meant, but I couldn't resist the opportunity to be inappropriate. I knew it because I was thinking it too. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I love that. Okay. Um, Well, this is great. We have our cocktail for next week. Those of you who are drinking along, it's summertime, y'all. Yeah. Drink along. 
Uh, also, I know some people were like, well, I don't want to drink. It comes out on in the morning on a Wednesday. Uh, listen on Friday night. Listen on Saturday. Like, mm-hmm. or, you know, have one drink while you listen at the end of the day. On, I don't know. Or drink in the middle of the day on Wednesday and lose your job. Live your best life. Do what you want. You know, I'm sure Wednesday is a hump day. Like, that's the perfect time. That is the hump that you have to get over. Your midday, midweek intoxication. Listen whenever. But if you want to drink along, you know, things to think about. Well, you guys always uh, much love. Thank you for coming week after week and joining us. We appreciate you being here. And don't forget to email your stories, real, made up, stolen from your drunk neighbor to boomtownstories at gmail.com. And uh, I guess all that's left to say is until next time. Boom, baby.